Oh, welcome to a Night Shift Football Red Edition. Uh, Tommy and I here online, ready to record again. We went out together. Uh, <laughs> Did we? <laughs> we went out to the old uh, Service FM Megadome, El, El, El Servico FM Stadio something. I don't know, something you like that. I can't remember what you did. No, I can't remember what I did. Something about a Megadome. Um, we went out there, Adelaide United, West United in a friendly. Uh, where where should we start with this one? Just how early it was? What? what? No, the, the question I asked you when we walked into the stadium. What the hell are Western United doing in South Australia on a Saturday morning at 11 a.m.? Getting in friendlies. Getting in friendlies. But did they come the night before? Did they fly in early morning and play this friendly? I'd imagine imagine they came in Friday. Yeah. And so they stayed in Adelaide on a Friday night. I guess so. (laughs) For a friendly. I just maybe hit the cast, you know? I love the idea of that. Like, what did they do? Where did they go? Yeah. I don't know. Well, (laughs) The nature of this league, I guess, or this cut football in this country is we kind of got to play. You don't really have any other choice but to play teams in your own division to get, you know, to get preseason football under your belt, proper competitive preseason football. Mm. Um, Just you know, on, so. on that on that point, there was a little bit of conjecture about like the Premier League teams this season playing each other overseas in different competitions and just kind of wondering, is it actually the greatest thing to do to play divisional rivals? Obviously, we're ham- we're hamstrung in Australia because we have to do it. Who else are we going to play? Uh, for, for no one. I don't That's know. it. We or usually play NPL teams. But, you know, NPL teams are better than Australian teams now, so <laughs> maybe it's not a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, done. Uh, yeah, where should we start with this game, though? Uh, 3-2 loss. Uh, mm. I guess we'll just try and go chronologically and... Look at how the game was heading. What about the lineups? Looked like both teams went out pretty strong. It was pretty strong. I mean, Western United didn't start with uh, Lacroix nor Priovic, no. which are probably two mainstays in their in their championship winning team. But outside of that, they were definitely strong. We were completely strength, uh, co- completely strength, full strength. Minus uh, Goody, minus Goody, who we did see in the stands. Minus Ansel as well, who nah. He got 60 minutes uh, midweek against, uh, if I had to have a guess, Vipers, Comets, something. I played something. He played 60 minutes and that was good. Cobras, I think he played. Cobras, Vipers, same thing. I, he will be a- Some snakes. Yeah, it's in the family. He'll be a good addition this season. I think he will probably be the next in for centre-back ahead of uh, Ben Warland. Oh, he has to be. Played. Actually, hasn't played that much. And, you know, I reckon if we can get Ansel fit, he's a better partner for Popovich than Barr, personally. Who You reckon? In the second half, was exposed twice quite comprehensively. And you would put... Uh, he's definitely a fault for the penalty that he gave away, which was just clumsy and dumb. <laughs> was it definitely him giving away that penalty? It, yeah, it was him. It was, uh, yeah, full barged in like a... Crazy man, yeah, just clumsy, not thinking. We've yeah. we've skipped ahead. You want to go chronologically? Sorry, the yeah, first we'll half go back. Really good. We'll talk about the first half. We missed the first goal, but apparently it was Halloran who ended up getting the yeah. second goal as well. But we were really good. We were just totally in control. Nullified yeah. every attack. They were peppering the left hand side, um, which really showed like the partnership forming between um, uh, Halloran 
And who's playing right back at the moment? Javi. Javi. Javi Lopez. Great, great partnership on the right-hand side. And that was, I think, you know, instrumental to our domination of the game in the first half. Yeah. Uh, we looked pretty dominant. I, I, impressed with, uh, I was impressed with Louis. Mm-hmm. I don't want him near those set pieces, though. That was poor. Um, bizarre, isn't it? Why is he yeah, taking him everything? On those set pieces, was, they were pretty poor every time. Uh, like you said, that partnership, Javi and Halloween, looks pretty solid. We just we have a really good balance of experienced players in key positions as well. Um, I wasn't, I don't know about you, man, I wasn't overly sold on Kusumovic. He got an assist for the first goal, but um, he's, he's, is he a winger? Is he? I don't know that he's a winger. That's just playing yeah. him there because Goody's not there and just I think so. getting minutes we, or... Yeah, we needed someone and we needed to get legs, minutes into his legs maybe. He, I like, I, I really like young players that want to take people on, but he definitely does it in all the wrong scenarios. And I didn't really see a good converted cross from him other than the the nice assist that he laid on. So yeah, he's interesting. Interesting. You can see that he understands the game and his positioning is really good and he does bring himself into the football, which is, uh, you know, promising because you don't want to see a guy out there that's shying away from it or doesn't know how to get himself involved. So the team did well and it looks like he assimilates and fits in nicely. So, I mean, this is a guy that's not going to start ahead of Bernardo or Irin Kunda. So he's like the fifth choice winger. Yeah. Um, He'll play another season at MPL. But I don't know, you know, he, someone, had a, he had a good season. So, if someone's listening to this and you watch the youth team more often than we do, please let us know if this guy <laughs> has played a lot of football on the wing. But yeah, just, he's a big, he, lanky-looking fella. That I've, when he came on for the um, in the A League, he went up front most of the time, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just he looked un- It's unusual seeing a winger that tall. <laughs> Yeah, it is. No, it is. And he was joint top scorer, I think, in the MPL. So that does lend credence to what you're saying. It's, it's Yeah, it's a bizarre, scenario, a bizarre yeah. scenario to see him out there. Yeah, oh, who knows? But yeah, impressive first half. Two goals up. It was all going so well. And then halftime came. The second half came. The rain came. And Western United goals came. It was, for me, all calf, no shin pad, Leo LaCroix that changed the game. Monster. He is uh, like the Hulk. He's actually the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk, you reckon? He's so big. And I just, my God, I would love him on our team. He's yeah. incredible. He was massive. Because um, we obviously went down in the second half. We went down out of the grandstand. We went behind just to the side of Jamie Young's goal. Expecting <laughs> and, more Adelaide um, United goals. LaCroix went in for a tackle about, three or four metres away from us, and you could see every kind of um, every kind of muscle. shape of his muscle <laughs> just like on his thigh and his calves and everything. He just the man was a monster. He was so good. And then I tried to give him shit about not wearing shin pads, but he was wearing shin pads. Yeah, <sighs> that's good to clear up. Good to clear up. Yeah. Um, and just good on Jamie Young as well. Nice little banter with him. He's... um. He's fundamentally an annoying character and not someone it's that just I would goalkeepers, like. man. Do you reckon he yeah, actually doesn't nah. do that kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. Goalkeepers are annoying. He's really annoying. And the best part of his game was when he told 
uh, Ben Garicio to shut the fuck up because that is <laughs> what just everyone at in the ground. <laughs> yeah, everybody inside the entire place, including all of Western United's players, were thinking it all day. Just Ben, can you please just shut the fuck up? All he did the whole game was scream at people and whinge about stuff and carry on. Um, it's very know, unbecoming of the man. God, just get it together, Ben. It's a preseason game in Jeps Cross that kicked off at 11 a.m. It's not real. Just <laughs> relax. Everyone was in the stands drinking coffee. That that should tell you everything you need to know about the game. <laughs> yeah, ooh, second half gins, though. Second half gin. Yeah, we just needed that one guy to walk past with four beers. And we're like, okay, we're on. Bar's open. Um, yeah, uh, the goals came. Adelaide kind of, we lost control completely. And what's worrying is we did still have, um, we had pretty much the starting 11 still out there. It was, yeah. The first, at least the first half of that second half. Um, it was it's concerning how quickly that dropped off. It's also concerning that we made um, doing Wenzel Halls look like he could play football as well. And he was, man, that guy is a little asshole. Oh my god, he has not endeared himself well to the Adelaide crowd. There was there was a lot of niggle in this game, and he was the instigator of most of it. Mm. It was interesting to see for a friendly hey, which I mean goes back to what we were saying about having to play divisional rivals. But there was a few flashpoints where arms were getting thrown around, elbows, players were in. Izzy yeah. wasn't happy with a lot of people. Aloisi and Veer were arguing with each other. It was pretty full on for a little bit there. Bit of annoying carry on. Yeah, and, you know, it amounts to Wenzel Hall's scoring a couple of goals, um, which no one wants to see. That's not good for Australian football. Yeah, and I think, uh, was it the the third one? Yeah, the third the, goal. The winner. Them, the one that put them 3-2 up, where he ran in, picked the ball out the net, and then punted it, <laughs> into, the, it towards into the, the grandstand for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. He's just carrying on. Um <laughs> Well, I'd love to go into what individual Sam. I'd love to go into you know some of the guys that came on, but uh, without the names on the shirts, I was and I'm terrible with faces. I couldn't really tell you who came on and who did what and stuff. But uh, yeah, we were we were questioning a couple of them. I think one ended up being Ethan Alligich, and another was a guy that's played for us previously professionally. But but I think the one that took our attention was the number eighteen, right? And so yeah. he was playing central midfield a little bit deeper, perhaps was yeah, getting like on the ball row. a lot. Yeah. Kind of like a 10 row. I thought that it too. He was a little a bit more further forward. No, it was a 10 row. But uh, given the, the guy, you end up finding out he's predominantly deployed as a defensive midfielder. The, he was involved in a lot and I thought he looked pretty good. Are you going to give uh, us a name or you just leave me hanging here? Just look, let me build it up. Following a little bit of digging. And by digging, I mean I was just trolling Antonis Pagonis's Twitter feed because <laughs> if you like Adelaide United, you probably should follow his feed because he knows <laughs> he, he knows more knows than we the, do. He knows who the players are at the very least. The unknown quantity is an Australian trialist by the name of Isaac Danzo, formerly of Levante in Spanish mm. uh, in Spain's La Liga. So he was he's an Australian that went across there at 16 years of age played in the academies for a little bit, did end up getting a gig in the first team, remarkably. Um, was linked just prior to the pandemic to coming back to Melbourne City on loan 
Uh, he had just signed like a two and a half, three year deal. COVID kind of scuppered that whole thing. Things haven't quite gone his way since. And somehow he's ended up in South Australia playing as a trialist for Adelaide United. Very good. I like it. I like it too. I mean, he he looked handy to me. I I thought he, and you know, if you're going to say he's played as a number 10, maybe this is the guy that can be the utility between resting Clough, resting Wande, resting Dorigo, someone that plays all three positions in the midfield. Mm, yeah, we've still got this weird cloth thing going on, don't we? Cloth, cloth, cloth. Cloth, uh, cloth. That's not the only weird thing. I just meant like his footballing weird. Um, he's not good, but he's not bad. Mm. But He'll be better this season. Sometimes he does things where I think, no, this guy's he's decent. He knows what he's doing. And then he does other things where I'm like, he's a hack. So- he, did, he did butcher a really good opportunity in the second half to level it up. Yeah, um, it's it kind of weird to me when when the rain falls, he kind of goes missing, which is you know the antithesis of what he should be. When the rain comes, he should that, be getting in and in and about it. Is that true? Is that a thing? It's, it's well, the only goal he's ever scored for us was in dry conditions, and so that's what I'm holding it to. Okay, a real vibe based, uh, vibe based with data to come, vibe based opinions. That's what we're all about here. Love that. No facts. Um, no fact. All right, Hashtag that'll no probably fact. do for that. I don't know. Um, I don't know when our next chance to see the Reds will be, but uh, they'll yeah, probably was, announce it the day before. Yeah, it was <laughs> the morning. I just saw a post the morning of that said 11 a.m. game against Wesley United, and I was like, oh, well, gone free entry. And you know what? You got me out of going to IKEA, and I was so pleased. What would you rather do? Stand in the pissing rain at Jeps Cross at the Cervico FM Megadome, or <laughs> go to IKEA? I know which one I'm choosing. Yeah, I'm it's giving not, Jamie Young shit. And it's every not day the shit week. hot dogs. All right, you wanted to talk about the Socceroos squad. No, before that, Sam. Here we go. I wanted I wanted to talk about the new United kit. All right, what have we got? It's bone dry, Sam. No, it bone dry. Well. It's, it's bone well. white. It's bone white. The kids are calling it bone white. Yeah, okay. You know what? I don't care what you're calling it. It sucks. The lettering. That's silly and rail, Sam. What? Bone white. I'm so glad the reference went over your head. It'll be okay. picked up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Short of dramatically comparing it to what its actual namesake would be, I fucking love it. No, it's not I good. fucking love it. Why do you love do you know, it? Do you know how good it's going to look as like just like casual wear? Which is obviously what an away kit is supposed to be. It's casual wear. You put that on black jeans, black sneakers, done. You wear that anywhere. It looks amazing. Okay. Well, I'll leave it for you to wear then. What are you going to get? You're going to get the home kit? Which nah, looked, I'm not getting a kit. The home kit looked great on the weekend. I haven't... I've never ever in my life... The deep bought, red. ...bought an AU kit. No. Um, you're a membership guy. I buy my membership every year, but I've never bought a kit. Uh, I've been given one before um, and wore it a few times, but it's just not really... I don't know. I just... Never really find myself wearing the kits, so... Uh, You're a casual. Yeah, casual. Yeah, the casuals. Um, yeah, you know, so whatever. Uh, everyone else can wear them. I don't care. You can wear them if you want. Uh, it's Thanks. just not for me, all right? So if you want to wear your bone white bloody Adelaide United shirt, go ahead. I'm not stopping you. The home kit does look excellent, though. It's very Liverpool, but it, it is very good. Yep. It's that deep red. Um, 
nice little backdrop. I like that the the shirts have like little insignia of the um of like the the coat of arms of the state and different kind of things like that. They're they're doing good shit. They're doing good shit. I like the kids. Yeah, good one. Cool. All right. Do you want to quickly go through whatever it is you wanted to go through with this Socceroos yep. squad? Socceroos squad. We're playing New Zealand at some time in the future. How exciting! Six days. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, I just wanted to lead. It has now been 2,371 days since the Socceroos last played in South Australia. Yep. We continue to wait. We will continue. Graham Arnold named a 31-man squad for the Socceroos fixtures against New Zealand. Seven debutants. The biggest one, Sam, being one Garung Quo. Oh, not, not the cum dog. Not the cum dog. We'll wow. come, come dog second rate to the newly turned 18-year-old. He hasn't even started a game for the Mariners, who is apparently being signed by Newcastle United yeah. on a massive contract, yep. but for a mere paltry fee of $600,000. What do you think? What is this? What, 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 uh, what, I'm what honestly, is Arnie doing? What is Arnie doing? We're two months out from World Cup. Play your fucking first team. I'm honestly baffled by seeing dudes get picked at a have never played a professional game or I guess played in an all-star played, exhibition but, where you yeah. had went on one good run against Barcelona that didn't even end in a goal, did it? And No. But we're all of a sudden sign him up, get him in the national team. He's going to win us Qatar. I don't know. I, I, whatever. Arnie. Arnie, he's just an uh, unpredictable character. There's seven debutants in this squad. Cameron Devlin. Um, Ryan Strain deserved, deserved. Uh, Harrison Delbridge, you know, I'm deserved, not sure, maybe who knows. Paris Francois, <laughs> who's the uh Fulham midfielder that's maybe played one game, and Keanu Bacchus. Bacchus deserved, Bacchus deserved. But the yep. big one I didn't, I didn't mention, come dog, the come dog, get him. Are in. we finally about to cap the come dog? We have to cap the come dog, get him on the pitch. Get him in front of goal. He'll score. Give the cum dog some caps and get him out there and let him unleash at the defense. Let him go. Let him off the leash. He's been climaxing for too long. Just shoot and score. Shoot and score, cum dog. Shoot and... <laughs> I've got nothing else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see a uh, front three with cum dog in the middle, boil up mm-hmm. there, and oh, it's probably still got to be lecky on the left, but... um. Yep, that's fair. Or, that's or, fine. Or Mobile, but yeah, it's probably probably lucky. Um, yep. There's also Marco Tilio. Yeah, yeah. Boyle's been in form, uh, which is good. Scotland scoring went back to Scotland. He's scoring goals again. I don't know why yep. so many of our guys try the Saudi Arabia trip, and it never works out. It's obviously just Money. a quick cash grab, but it seems terrible for your football because everyone leaves after a year. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's all I got. There was a couple of good uh, recalls, which you'll like. Uh, Mitch Langerak's back in the team. Yeah, good like that. Don't mind Mitch Langerak. Good shout. And Good shout. And um, we called for it uh, last season. Tommy Deng has been finally called back up as well. Yes. Tommy Deng should definitely always be in this Socceroos squad, given um, you know he's worthy at the moment of being definitely. in the Socceroos squad. Um Definitely. And if, if Sutar doesn't come back, I mean, he's a great option yeah. at right back and centre back. Yeah, definitely. So get him in, give him a crack. Very good. I get like it. Hopefully we spank New Zealand. Let him know who's We have boss. to. We have to. Come on. Bucky we can't jumping let these... idiots. 
these white caps or whatever they're fucking called get lost. Silver fans or I don't know. I'm just going to call them bungee jumping idiots. Yeah. It's cold north. It's cold south. Fuck off. I don't care. Isn't that all New Zealand is? It's just people go bungee jumping. That's it. That's everyone's yeah, that- life in New Zealand is perpetual bungee jumping. <laughs> what do you think they're trying to run from? What? What do you think they're running from? Because it only snaps them back into place, Sam. Your uh, jokes have been terrible this week and I've had enough. These aren't jokes. This is philosophical insights. All right. I'm going to cap it there and stop the recording. So, uh, are, you going, are you going to cap the cum dog? I'm, I'd love to cap the cum dog. I'm going to go cap the cum dog right now. All right. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Yep. Good red edition, Sam. You make sure that it ends red. Yeah. <laughs>